long ago on the fields of battle in the year 2017, two men met to decide once and for all what the most metal things in the universe are. For there could be only one. What's my Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of What's More Metal, <laughs> a uh, well, a podcast where two badass unicycle jousting comedians get together and talk about the most badass metal shit in the universe. Uh, joining me, as always, is the twinkling glass to my head-on collision, Noriko Ott, everybody. Hey. And today, uh, joining us, a special guest, uh, a good fr- a friend of mine from Chicago uh, and, a, and a magnificent artist. Give it up for Winslow Domain, everybody. Ooh. So today, um, by metal, we mean uh, most badass, kick-ass, sexy, or uh, generally speaking, uh, what killed the most racists. Like, we used to say (laughs) Nazis, but then we were like, well, racist kind of fits, so we're just going to go with Mm -hmm. racist. So uh, I'm afraid this week, though, uh, no racist died as far as I know, uh, because we're going to do... I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, that's true. Uh, During the research of this, at least one racist died. So that's pretty good. Um, But uh, we're going to do most metal uh, slam dunk uh, across all sport. Doesn't matter NBA or otherwise. And uh, we're going to do most metal romance novel uh, and uh, as a sort of uh, hand wave towards Valentine's Day. We're doing slam dunk because we thought that the NBA all-star game was this weekend <laughs> and uh, it's not. So that was a mistake. But this goes to fans. show how <laughs> much we give a shit about sports. <laughs> I legitimately am an NBA fan, but I still didn't know. Like that's, <laughs> because the season is so fucking up in the air. Like, who the hell knows what? I mean, yeah. they're playing a game every other day at yeah. minimum. The All Stars were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> All right, true. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> God, you know, every year at my job, we fill out like you know the, they do the March Madness brackets, and it's like you know it's the little office gambling thing. Yeah. And every year, I just fill in a blank one. And last year, I filled in a blank one and goddamn won. Nice. Because they canceled it all. And I was like, this is the one time being a goth in high school who didn't care about sports finally pays off. <laughs> excellent man i yeah i i see those things and i i don't know that's that's such a guessing game i mean Mm -hmm. anyway as a basketball fan i will say march madness is fun but it's also exploitive and i have a hard time watching it anyway yeah enough about that (laughs) we're going to talk about that plenty in a minute uh but first uh we have a couple stories we want to talk about before uh we get going and maybe uh maybe we could show uh, a couple of uh, image. Do you have images of Winslow's art that you could? Put I do. Up? Yeah, I do. Show those yeah. real quick. Yeah, for uh, sure. He's doing a Kickstarter for a tarot deck. We'll talk about it at the end and show a link for the uh, Kickstarter. But uh, the art on those cards is fucking amazing. Um, Thanks, yeah. man. It's yeah. Metal yeah. as fuck. There's it's metal, metal and uh, fucking. I I reached out to one of my favorite black metal bands and asked him if I could use 
one of their songs for the trailer video and like had no expectation for them to even give me the the time of day but not only did they but they're like yeah give us give us a tarot deck and we'll give you all of our merch so (laughs) i i got i was able to use the song by pharmakia for the for the promo video and i don't know if you guys are like super into black metal but like uh uh jeff whitehead from leviathan has a copy of the deck nice and um leviathan's dope Leviathan's incredible, and Lingua Ignata, um, from, or Kristen Hader of Lingua Ignata, and the guys from Death Heaven have a copy, and nice. Behemoth and shit. So, nice. Yeah, man, it's it's been a fun way to like meet meet metal metal people. Dope. So that rocks. Yeah, yeah, man. Did you? Oh, there was one story. First, before we do any other happy stories, I want to give a shout out to the kid that made a guitar out of his uncle's yeah. skeleton. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. It, like, I, it did not look like I thought it was going to. Like I thought, I thought yeah. it was just going to be the rib cage or some shit, but it was just like legit. Just yeah. a skeleton with strings oh, through God. it. Yeah. It was so fucking tight. I totally yeah. thought they were gonna mash up some bones, put yeah. in some like put it in like clear epoxy, and then shape no. it like a Les Paul or something. No, no, no. He just put he just screwed up, uh, some pickups into a spine. <laughs> I saw that shit and I was just like, God damn, I made the right choice in listening to metal. Because like, what's what's the equivalent in any other genre? Because like, it's like every other genre. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but like I, I think if a country musician made his uh, truck <laughs> made a into made a, a guitar made like a like a like a jug out of a horse or some shit <laughs> like <one of> those, <laughs> like a awesome. or a washboard out of his cousin or whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh fuck, that's fucking that's, funny. That's, that's the beauty of metal is that it's just like it's there's no fucking ceiling for the level of insanity that <laughs> yeah. you can engage in. Well, Absolutely. Uh, uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top made a guitar out of Robert Johnson's house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, they, that's some metalocalypse shit. You it's know what pretty I mean? awesome. <laughs> they went to, they were like, hey, we, we, they found out, they were like, yeah, he lived in this house down this way in like Texas. So they drove out there and it was just a pile of like lumber, like in this field. And then he started grabbing a big chunk of wood. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm building a guitar. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. That's, that's I love I love that shit. I love uh, I love just weird shit, man. I was just talking to Ryan Singer about like how the whole reason I got into like morbid art and dark art and, and metal and stuff is because it's like I just want everywhere I go. Every, every time I'm in like an antique shop, I'm just like, what's the weirdest thing that you have? Mm-hmm. What's the scariest thing that you have? You know, I just metal has so many opportunities. To be, I mean, like fucking the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Is it's the fucking dawn of the Blackhearts? Yeah, the dude shot his goddamn brain out, and they made it to a bootleg album cover. <laughs> and then the dude made like a necklace out of it. Out of his yeah, and made a necklace out of it. <laughs> like, fucking, you don't see Justin Timberlake doing this. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely so no. Yes, the fuck. Imagine dragons. They're not going to be releasing a bootleg with a dead body on it. Just Timber, like he like kills all the rest of NSYNC and he's just wearing their finger bones or some shit. Yeah, Jesus Christ. He's wearing their ears as a as a necklace. Yeah, but it's still the same pop music, and he's still like just kind of dancing yeah. around and shit. See, he that just would has be all epic. their heads on spikes it, like it, a it, dead prez. It's <laughs> the like, back of it. If the back of it, if if the background he was playing in front of was just like. 
like flaming crucifixes and like and like <laughs> bleeding yeah. out goats and he's just singing like whatever like Crimea bringing River. sexy yeah. back or whatever that would that's be funny that would be hilarious that'd be great that might be yeah. into it I, <laughs> that, I honestly would like him better i'll tell yeah. you that yeah uh so we have uh what was the story that we were gonna actually i'd start to interrupt but we had a story we we're gonna actually talk about yeah yeah um so this week uh it was like right after our last show uh, there was a lady named Julie Briskman that came up in the news a couple years ago. Uh, for for those of you watching at home, that's her. Uh, she is the lady who flipped off the Trump motorcade on her bike. Oh, right. Right? So she got uh-huh. back in the news because in the 2020 election, or I'm sorry, in, the tw- in, in 2019, she got elected to local office after... <laughs> When that motorcade incident happened, or motor, yeah, when that motorcade incident happened, uh, Trump got so mad that he found out who she was, where she worked, and got her fired. Hmm. So two years later, she got elected to local office, and last week she got sworn in. Nice. And while she has been, since she got fired, she got really into uh, activism in her community, and. Since that happened, she got a Confederate statue removed. She installed bike lanes. She managed the budget and COVID relief programs in her city. Uh, officially apologized for school segregation. Established an environmental commission. And as of this week, I haven't seen if it was actually approved yet, but she had a gun control ordinance that was up for approval as well. Nice. Dope. And to top it all off, she is now on the board uh, the local board of supervisors that oversees legislation for leisure facilities in her county, a county which includes Trump's National Golf Club. It's been such a few golf. years of right. the most complicated revenge stories. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's never going to be like Trump falls into a like a meat grinder and then that's all you ever hear of him. It's right. going to be some crazy legal move that we use to make it so... Like Trump legally can no longer have eyes, and so we get to take him away <laughs> yeah. from him or something like that. <laughs> the judge is like, "Well, it's a little unorthodox, but I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> I'll allow it." The people versus Donald Trump, J- Trump's eyeballs. <laughs> I don't like what they've seen. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's great. Like that's, that's um, awesome. Well, I mean, even Trump being elected was him getting revenge on like uh, from like the correspondence dinner or whatever. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you've seen that meme of like the guy knocking down the one little domino and they all get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And so I had one that was just uh, Seth Meyers tries stand up comedy for the first time. And then the final one is uh, insurrectionists, pedophiles overtake the Capitol building. <laughs> There's a direct <laughs> fucking line between it's it's like. It's it was Gamergate, and yeah. that had like a huge thing. Or like World of Warcraft literally has a direct line to yeah. the insurrection. If you like have read, well, I think it was Fire and Fury. I just it's yeah. There's so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if we're living in a simulation, honestly, good job. Yeah, yeah, this is incredible. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, it's an exciting one. Yeah, for sure, it truly is. <laughs> that's God, t- two darts on the board <laughs> of the plot. We were like, yeah. well, we got to make it work. 
Yeah, because uh, like that, there's that old Onion article that was like uh, affable anti-Semite thinks the Jews are doing a great job with the media. It's just like, I, honestly, this is the golden age of television. The Jews are doing a great job. Well, the uh, alien race that controls us all, they're doing fucking, fucking fantastic. So that's awesome. Um, also, wasn't there, wasn't there some uh, yeah. conservative pile of shit that, passed away this last I pulled week. that up too. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, Texas Congressman Ron White becomes the first congressman to die of COVID. <laughs> I never liked his comedy, but I, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Tater salad is dead? Tater salad. That's fucked up. And cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's always funny when they die of COVID because then you look at what's their very last tweet. Yep. What was his very last tweet? It was like, this COVID shit is a Chinese hoax. And you're like, yes. well, fucking the Chinese got one over on you, big boy. Yeah, it's fucking great. That's, so That's it. literally what happened. The guy was like a COVID denier. It was like, this is completely preposterous. And then fucking yeah. lungs turned to fucking schmuckers and shit in his chest. <laughs> yeah, God. I mean, just the fact that, uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, the, the was it the Godfather's guy? Herman Cain was tweeting from the grave. <laughs> you know, that's right? Yeah, that's just that's just. Did he have Did he have those tweets like locked and loaded, like they were being released on a timer or whatever? I don't I think, think so. They, no. somebody because it was like current stuff. So somebody was just in charge of his his uh oh okay. of his Twitter thing, and they just decided to keep on going. Yeah, <laughs> God, Which, it's it's just incredible. I, I was surprised that when Trump got out of office that there wasn't some huge write-up of, like, every insane thing that's happened. I'm really looking for that article of just, like... <laughs> Dude, um, they're still collating it. Uh, oh, it's yeah. going to be oh, a minute. It's, it's going to take a minute before they get yeah. Most of the internet, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because, <laughs> I mean, we ended on such an insane bang with the whole thing about the, the Four Seasons lawn care yeah. service and yeah. how they held that meeting there yeah oh jesus tried an auto coup it's like pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> jesus. uh would you guys like to know what ron ron Wright's uh last tweet was go for it february 6th happy birthday president reagan <laughs> I'm on my way to meet you. Uh, I'll be there soon. Yeah, rest uh, in piss, buddy. Oh, oh my it. god. Happy birthday, President. While there's an active coup going on. <laughs> well, Reagan was a fan of coups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. Sure. He instigated many. Yeah. Oh, my god. It's funny. <laughs> that's a, I, I, that's bad. That's, I that's love a, it. I got yeah, did some other law person post a drawing that they did of Reagan when yes. they were a kid, and it's I, just like it's some it's like that old uh, painting of that the painting of Christ that was really horribly done. Uh -huh. yeah. God. Yeah, I actually posted that on our uh, Instagram stories. It's, uh, yeah. This lady was like, oh, here's the picture I drew of Ronald Reagan, and it looks so fucking, so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll see if I can pull it up. It's super fantastic, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Winslow's ever heard me tell this story, but when Reagan got shot when I was in grade school and they came out to tell us, we were all on the playground. They came out and told us, uh, it was all the sixth grade, uh, mm -hmm. in Tillamook, Tillamook, Oregon, came out and they said the president has been shot. And then there was like a four second pause 
And then all the kids on that playground cheered. We were all like, "Yay! <laughs> Yay! We had yeah. to have a we had to have a we had to have an assembly to teach us why the getting the president getting shot wasn't a good thing." And That's amazing. Uh, there, uh, there was somebody tweeted uh, earlier today that they just got out of uh, suspension because they had tweeted last night. Uh, do you remember? I don't know what year it was when that dude in. LA had the fucking crazy ass body armor and M16s and shit. And he was robbing banks and shooting cops, but he yeah. had like the full steel suit of armor. Um, and he was he just tweeted like, "Man, when I was a kid, I was sitting with my family watching this cop, this guy in body armor, just sort of doming cops left and right, and I had to pretend that it wasn't the dopest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> 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 like, oh, I mean, it's just. It goes back to that that uh, George Carlin bit that I, I constantly think of, just like, yeah, whatever bad things happen, like, I hope people are okay, but I want it to get worse. <laughs> yeah. you know, if, there's, if there's a big forest fire, when there's no longer a fire, I'm like, yeah, but that fire was fucking exciting, you know? <laughs> show me some fucking blood. Oh, no, I hope they don't show this footage in slow motion. Yeah. yeah. Again. It's like fucking watching Fallout 3 up in here. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, guys, we got an ad. Oh, we got another no ad. shit. Got a little sponsor. Yeah, right? It's, it's weird how it happens every week, and yet they give us no money. Yeah. Uh, here's the copy that they sent me today. Are you into metal but feel like a healthy lifestyle just isn't brutal enough? <laughs> Do you love the environment and Satan? Then you're in luck. Introducing uh, Rob Zombie, noted vegan diet advocate and metal god, is introducing a new health food line, Health Billy Deluxe. <laughs> Try our new vegan meat alternative, Super Beast. Need a snack? Be sure to check out our healthy, delicious protein bar, One Big Crunch. Don't know what to eat this week? Grab our House of a Thousand Calories weekly meal plan. And be sure to wash all that devilishly delicious food down with Rob's new kombucha, Dragulaxative Probiotic. Don't be one of the devil's rejects. Be a legend. Health Billy Deluxe will kick your bad health in the taint. <laughs> so I want to thank Rob Zombie and his product for joining our podcast. Health Billy Deluxe. <laughs> Health Billy Deluxe. I like I, oh, if you read the lyrics to Dragula, it is a song about uh, a bunch of goths getting rear-ended. <laughs> if you really read into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's yes. <laughs> no delight. No, not gonna deny that. Uh, <laughs> uh, my hearse is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dude, this guy used to park a hearse. The the one of the one of the comedy clubs in town. The driver, the guy who owned it, drove a hearse. Mm-hmm. And every time I showed up, somebody would walk in and ask me if that was my hearse. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like for every sure. time they just walk. In, hey man, did, is that your new car? I'm like, no, it doesn't get good gas mileage. Yeah, those things get <laughs> terrible mileage. I honestly, I probably would have bought it though if he'd have sold it to me. Uh, yeah. He didn't want to sell. I mean, it'd be great for like, I mean, for me because I go to like Comic Con and stuff to sell merch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because you need all that space to to move in your big, you know, Tupperware things of all of all your items and stuff. So yeah. purse, not a bad deal. Yeah. You should get you should get a giant Tupperware thing made in the shape of a coffin. Yeah, you haul your that. merch in with. Yeah, haul. Uh, I mean, I, right now mine is like I could fit a gymnast in it. 
<laughs> but you know, I, I don't know if it would work. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, before we get uh, before we continue, uh, in the comments uh, on Twitch, uh, you can when we do when we do or make our choices, you can vote in the comments for which one of us won, and we'll read those choices at the end of the show. Uh, also, if you have any ideas for things that you want Nariko and I to talk about at the end of the show, we'll do the Ride the Lightning round, and we'll pick, Randy will pick one of those topics, and we'll just do it off the top of our heads, because we know everything there is to know about everything, and so yeah. it will be pretty easy for us to decide. Um, but we got two, the two topics today, once again, are Slam Dunk, Most Metal Slam Dunk, Most Metal Romance Novel. I believe we wanted to do uh, Slam Dunk first. Yeah. In order to decide which one of us gets to make their choice first, we do it in the most metal way possible, which is to roll a 20-sided die. We're going to roll <laughs> the What's More Metal brand 20-sided die. The one says What's More Metal, because we're the number one podcast to fuck do by podcast, Fuckcast Magazine. And the 20 says Natch Twombo, because Noriko hates me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you could roll, uh, roll for me first, and then Noriko, if you could. Sure. Dan, you got an eight. All right. Nariko, you got a one. Oh, uh, you so got it's a, a tie. <laughs> so it's a tie. <laughs> Better roll the tie crusher. I got a plus right, seven. You got my, you got my choice, uh, Randy. Ready, Randy? Queued up and ready to go. All right. So my choice for most metal slam dunk was done by a man named Daryl Dawkins. Fuck. Where yeah, the son <laughs> of a bitch. He smashed, he smashed a backboard to pieces. Now... I didn't pick it just because he broke the backboard. I picked it because Daryl Dawkins is one of the dopest men that ever played in the NBA. Uh, during when he was announced, they would usually say what college they were from. And he had the announcers say he was from Planet Lovatron. Uh, because he said he was from Fantastic. where that's where he spent his offseason uh, hanging out with his girlfriend, Juicy Lucy. Uh, he had the nickname chocolate (laughs) yeah (laughs) later uh he he was fucking her first um he got the nickname chocolate thunder by from stevie wonder he gave him other nicknames uh dr duncan stein and sir slam and he named the dunk that he broke the backboard with which he named all of his famous dunks this one in particular the chocolate thunder flying, robazine crying, teeth shaking, glass breaking, rump roasting, bun toasting, wham bam, glass breaker, I am jam. That's <laughs> that is chocolate thunder, Daryl Dawkins, one of my favorite just NBA players in general. He's, you bastard! He was, and this he was, was good. This was also my choice. So, uh, <laughs> but what's great about it is if you watch the dunk, all that fucking glass falls right. Into fucking uh, into uh, uh, Bill Robazine's face, <laughs> yes. like he's just looking up, like huh, and he just gets a mouthful of glass, <laughs> yes. and it's so fucking awesome. It's so disrespectful, is what makes it so fucking amazing. I'm watching um, it now. Yeah, uh, that was uh, November thirteenth, nineteen seventy nine. The seventy sixers versus the Kansas City Kings. Yes. Um, he did it again in a game a few weeks later, and the NBA commissioner said that they'd fine him $5,000 every time he did it, so he stopped <laughs> doing it. And because of that, they made the backboard uh, uh, shatterproof and uh, installed breakaway rims because he just kept doing it. <laughs> I thought that uh, like a 17-year-old Kobe Bryant 
broke a well no they they installed like a plexiglass uh like an unbreakable plexiglass um backboard and a 17 year old kobe bryant smashed it and a, a, a the nicole conlin joke was just that because even at 17 this motherfucker was stronger than science <laughs> yeah i mean like it's i i, I truly sports are so fucking metal yeah, yeah. It's just um, so you see the the craziest things that the human body can do. It's fantastic. It's so, it's I so mean, they good. they tried to make them break uh, shatterproof. Uh, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal managed to shatter one. Yeah, uh, and he also broke an pounds. entire support structure. Uh, <laughs> he made the entire the backboard and the hoop come down on top of somebody else. Yeah, uh, yeah that adds but, up. But Shaq was a man. He doesn't even ah oh, man. That guy's a, He's a beast that guy's, of a man. He's a, he's like a D and D ogre. That's what he like. He's yeah, just he so truly fucking is. big. He's just so big. Yeah, he's so massive. It's ridiculous. His, yeah. his shoes double as smart cars. He's, <laughs> yeah. uh, <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big man. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did get that, to see him live, and it was unreal. Like he would he he made everybody else look like children. Dude, I remember the first time I ever went to like a, a basketball game, like an actual NBA game, like watching it. Like I'm yeah. again not a big sports fan, but like seeing human beings that size was yeah, fucked. it was like watching scary it was like watching ints walk around the world like <laughs> yeah. it's just like huge tree beasts it's <laughs> like i'm like god damn it's yeah crazy looking um and you know god bless them all right my choice dan fine thank you all for right. picking what is undoubtedly again such a disrespectful fucking dunk it is amazing uh i i'm a big fan of it um, I went with uh, another super impressive, uh, but for different reasons, badass dunk. I'm going to go with the uh, winner of the slam dunk contest in 1986. I'm going with Spud Webb and his 360 dunk. Uh, all five, <laughs> watching five foot seven Spud Webb, cr- like, and it's it's smooth. Like it's like you watch it, and you're like, God damn, like. Watching a guy shorter than me, fucking five seven. He yeah. won the slam dunk contest in 1986. Just fucking dominated, super hard. Yeah, Isn't a dude that the shorter one where than he me jumped just over crushing. somebody else too, I believe. Right? Uh, that yeah, but that's not the dunk I chose. But yeah, this one he like just does a really like the smoothest 360 dunk. It's so fucking badass. Uh, yeah, and just again five foot seven, like just like, I, yeah. Average comic book uh, fan size, Spud Webb, <laughs> smashing it. What does he do? Oh, okay. So I'm watching it from a, a you know a billion different angles. Okay, so this is a few. Oh, so this is a few different ones. Yeah, because there's that, one where like he has it and he pulls it back down just before he drops it. I shouldn't be doing this with a knife in my hands. But, uh, <laughs> I disagree. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they get you some fucking viewers, man. Um, um, <laughs> the only bro, podcast Randy, where somebody knifed themselves, in that thread yeah. so you can see them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that's but amazing. Yeah, the the one I specifically chose, like uh, the three hundred and sixty that he does, it's like um, there are other dunks in this world that are like more in like whatever, but this was just it's just smooth, and the dude is five foot seven and, and crushing he- it. Does looks like he does not give a fuck. Yeah, like he's it's, just like, thanks for the trophy, thank you. All right, later. I want to go so home smooth. and play PlayStation One, or as yeah. I said back then, PlayStation. And the whole crowd, <laughs> the whole time is just fucking like, all like blown oh, yeah. away. 
yeah. all of the all of the all of the pros that were judging it lost their fucking minds. Like yeah, I watched yeah. I remember watching that that slam dunk contest and just being blown the fuck away. That dude's vertical leap is fucking insane. <laughs> and jumping games. like Huh? He would dunk in games. Yeah. Like on a breakaway, but like but at five seven. Like that's yeah. fucking that's amazing. unheard of. Have you yeah. guys ever uh got into uh there's a webcomic called XKCD. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he has a separate thing called What If, where he's like a former roboticist for NASA, and he has, like, does these really deep dives into answering, like, really strange What If questions. And one of them was, um, what if you were playing baseball, but the pitcher pitched at 1% the speed of light? And it's basically, like, it's it's kind of... A little examination of like the the physics of baseball, but it's basically if you were to pitch at one percent the speed of light, uh, the minute the ball left his hands, everyone in the entire stadium would die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of how much energy would be moving so unbelievably fucking fast. Oh yeah. So yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, there's like half the stadium immediately just gone. It'd be like one of those animes where somebody powers up some Kamehameha and it just wipes out like <laughs> like you just watch like towers vaporize and yeah light, exactly and it, like, yeah. rolls through. There's a skeleton shaking and burning, <laughs> clutching onto a <laughs> chain link fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to recap, uh, my choice: Daryl Dawkins breaking a backboard. Nariko's mm-hmm. choice: Spud Webb doing a 360 slam dunk during a uh, slam dunk contest. Uh, my second choice, I want to, I want to go with the, the third one that I sent you, Randy, for the sure. second choice, mm-hmm. just because I like, I like how disrespectful it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, uh, in the 80, in the, in the late, late 80, 90s, I believe in the nineties, uh, the Chicago Bulls and New York Knicks hated one another almost as much. Like everyone hated the Bulls. The Bulls were like dominated all of the nineties and in particular, the New York Knicks and the and the and the Chicago Bulls had a rivalry, and so at one in this breakaway dunk, Scottie Pippen dunks over the top of Patrick Ewing, knocks him to the ground, steps over him, and then looks back at him like he's a punk, and that that is the most disrespectful dunk in NBA history. Like, because Patrick Ewing was a legit All Star, like he was mm-hmm. the star of the New York Knicks. Yeah. And and in his career, never recovered. This <laughs> this 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 dunk destroyed the Knicks uh, entirely. The, the franchise has never recovered from this dunk. So Ugh. that's going to be my choice. The most disrespectful dunk I've ever seen in person. Not in person. On TV, it was fucking amazing. So yes, uh, Scottie Pippen awesome. ruining Patrick Ewing. That fucking rules. Um, let's see. I. That's a great choice. Um, I definitely like Patrick Ewing's huge too. So that's like yes. fucking awesome. Um, um, I'm going to choose uh, uh, Dan and Randy. I'm going to choose uh, the, um, mm, I'm going to actually, you know, what? I, I didn't even send it to Randy actually now that I think about it. So you can't see it, but um, the <laughs> uh, 1987 slam dunk contest uh, where Jordan dunks from the free throw line yeah. is fucking epic. Like when you see it, it's and he, and he's basically doing the the pose from the shoe. <laughs> it had to come from somewhere. Dude, that's where that's where the pose, that's where it came from. That's where that logo came from from that dunk. 
It's so, it's just, you just see it and you're just like, holy shit. It's just a level of, of athleticism that you're like, uh, it, it's, it's clearly shocking to see. Like <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it kind of recalls the, um, <laughs> did you guys ever watch the onion had a sports show called sports dome? I've heard of it. Or, yeah. It, it's so, so fucking funny. And one of them was just like our top 10 tallest NBA players. And it's just like these disgustingly tall freaks of humans. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like seven and a half feet tall. He never made it in his career because his heart just couldn't get blood to that big old brain. And it's just like, it's just, it's, it's so fucking scary to meet somebody whose body is, I mean, not to body shame, these you know celebrity playboy millionaires yeah. but i'm not un- gonna body shame a goliath yeah <laughs> body shame a man who could crush my skull with his fucking hand look but- no one loves the nephilim as much as i do yeah chipped his tooth on the rim and he didn't I- jump that high like he he was like running he was like he was seven seven he was one he of was the ducking. tallest guys that have ever been in the NBA. <laughs> And he was Jesus like, Christ. he was like 240 pounds. Yeah, and he it, was a he was a giant, very skinny man. But if HP Lovecraft could look into the future and see what basketball would become, I don't think he would be a writer because he would think that the horror already exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, there's nothing more I can add if this is what the future will truly be. It's like, all right, coming down the court, there's Jonathan Slenderman. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Slenderman. I, I always, I always love like shortening names and making them like more accessible. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Slenderman. Slenderman. Yeah. Uh, uh, God. Yeah. Um, That's fucking funny. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was. One, oh, oh yeah, you have one more. I have one more backup. Uh, just because I love the player so much. Uh, my second favorite Blazer of all time, Brandon Roy, whose career was. Uh, tragically cut short, managed to also tragically cut short the rookie that he dunks on <laughs> in this particular dunk because that kid washed out of the NBA in two years later. Like he just, That's amazing. he never recovered from getting dunked on like that. Um, so yeah, Brandon Roy, uh, one of the best players that have ever, ever played for the Trailblazers. Just not, not long enough, only five years, but it was fantastic. Anyway, I just wanted people to see it because I love it. I love it when someone gets clowned out of major sports. (laughs) Yeah, just completely washed out. They're just like, oh, shit. Posterized right out of the fucking NBA. Yeah. I always think about that, like, when somebody in sports, like, you're the back, you're somebody, like, who gets a cleat in the face in somebody else's highlight reel. (laughs) It's like, that sucks. (laughs) Because, I mean, I, I, I was having this conversation with my roommates today just about, like, slam dunks are so fucking metal because it is just it's public humiliation which is fucking so metal by extremely strong creatures (laughs) you know and and yeah i mean it's it's if you just put them in power armor it would be like a fucking uh, a doom album well yeah it's like it's like um I don't know. It's it's your you're scoring a point your or points like, but you're doing it in the most extreme way possible. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of metal is extremism. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 
It'd be like, uh, <laughs> it'd be like if you got into like a Dodge Neon and then drove into the to get a touchdown. Like you hit three people and you got <laughs> yeah. there. It's like it counts, <laughs> like or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's great. <laughs> I think it would be cool if in the NFL, if you got an extra point from a touchdown, if you drove somebody else into the end zone with you, like <laughs> like if you hit them and just powered them over the goal line with you, yeah, you get one more point. Imagine. How the hits. I feel like all punts and kickoffs should be done via cannon. <laughs> right. Or or what if we you had to augment your team not just with the biggest dudes possible, but with the smallest and lightest dudes possible. And you yeah. had to like keep them healthy and keep them from getting shattered because the goal is if you're carrying the ball into the end zone, you also have to be carrying one of your own dudes. Right? <laughs> one of your teammates. <laughs> <laughs> one of your teammates. And so you have to like kind of keep these little Fabergé eggs in the back so that you can haul ass with them in the middle of the game. I think we should just be using science to the highest degree to get the most, (laughs) 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 to get these weird Neo sapiens, like like crushing each other in the bird boned men. (laughs) That's funny. But yeah. Uh, So do you have a backup? Another backup? No, that was it. That's all I had. So um, you can, even in the comments, uh, vote for Winslow. Who do you think had the most metal slam dunk? Was it Mariko's 360 Spud Web, or was it me with Chocolate Thunder shattering a backboard? Okay, so part of my favorite thing about like black metal and death metal and like gore grind and all that shit is one that they have song titles that are like paragraphs long, and I think <laughs> having a name of your dunk that goes on for so fucking long. Yes. is itself an act of extremism, which I think is the highest point of metal. And it was also like a, a backboard-shattering humiliation act. So I think <laughs> yes. that all of that is cruelty and, and, and extremism are just so deliciously metal. So I'm going to have oh. to go with you on this one. You'd be uh, wrong to choose otherwise. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was Noriko's first choice as well. And I just yeah. got <laughs> we were yeah. in agreement. Honestly, we probably should have pulled this one off the table. I should. I didn't it. know until I got there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That, like, this, one is gonna, this one's going to win. So let's, let's mention it, but move on. Uh, so I think that's going to bring us to our next topic. Next topic. Awesome. Welcome. <laughs> and that cost us, that cost us so much fucking money. That was me trying to be a, a trying to be enthusiastic. I can't do it. I am physically incapable of getting excited. It is not a thing that I can possibly do. Just deal with it. Deal with it everyone. Yeah. All right. So, because <laughs> oh, God damn it. I should never just never even try again. I'm just going to try to be bitter from here on out. Uh, Try to be better. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make an effort. Uh, <laughs> Naturally fantastic. bitter, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to make it more so. Uh, so our last topic was uh, slam dunk. This topic, romance novel. Because I went first last time, Noriko gets to go first this time. Yeah. So what is your choice for most metal romance novel? Oh, uh, all right. So for my my choice for most metal romance novel. Uh, is by Canadian author Marion Engel from 1976. It's a little story called Bear. Now, <laughs> Bear is tells the story of a lonely librarian who moves to northern Ontario and enters into a sexual relationship with a bear. She <laughs> fucks a bear in the woods, 
and falls in love with a bear in the woods. Now, to be f- the the bear in this story, um, not uh, is not a metaphor, and is also not uh, not anthrop- not wearing a top hat and a tie or anything. <laughs> it's it's just a it's just a wild animal in the woods. Uh, and now I will uh, read to you how they have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bear, she said, rubbing his neck. She got up and took off her clothes because she was hot. She lay down on the far side of the bear, away from the fire, and a little way from him, and began to... (laughs) began in her desolation to make love to herself. The bear roused himself from his solemnance and shifted and turned and put out his moly tongue. Moly tongue. (laughs) It was fat, and as the cyclopedia says, vertically ridged. (laughs) He began to lick her. A fat, freckled, pink and black tongue, it licked and rasped to a degree. It probed. It felt very warm, good and strange. What the (laughs) hell did Byron do with this bear, she wondered. He licked. He probed. She might have been... uh, She might have been a flea he was searching for. He licked her nipple stiff and scoured her navel with little nickerings, and she moved him south. She swung her hips and made it easy for him. Bear, bear, she whispered, playing with his ears. And <laughs> bear, bear. <laughs> not even going to name it. Not even going to give it a name. Not even going to give it a name. Or That's... like, oh, you sweet hairy beast or beast oh, or something. Like yeah, just yeah. nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, yeah, Come the on, tongue Ruben. was muscular, but also capable of lengthening itself like an eel and found her secret places. Anyway, I just wanted to get into <laughs> Bear, which won a uh, writing award in Canada because I, th- there's only there's very few people in Canada. Uh, so they're like, look, we have two authors. So you won. <laughs> We're going to this one about the guy who fucked a moose. We don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Horny Jim. I love that book. (laughs) Uh, The Canadian Mounted. That's what it's called. Yes. Um, Did I send you that picture, uh, Randy? Yeah, yeah, I put it up. All right, cool. Uh, But yeah, it's a a lady being uh, spooned by a bear. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I love it because it's it's a serious novel. It's not a it's not a joke. It's not uh, whatever. It's just meant to just a lady. Fucking a bear and uh, <laughs> pretty sweet. Well, I'm looking at a uh, romance novel right now that is, is called Taken by the Pterodactyl. Nice. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that probably that probably She's written by the her. author of my choice. Uh uh-uh. uh. I've mentioned him on the podcast before. Uh, author Chuck Tingle. That's cheating, though. Chuck Tingle is cheating. And, uh, <laughs> And the book is titled Slammed in the Butthole by the My Concept of Linear Time. That is my choice <laughs> for most metal. But <laughs> I I I love everything this guy does. Like yeah. it's, it's he's absolutely fucking phenomenal. But in particular, I like the title of this because it's also literally true. Like we've all got slammed <laughs> in the butthole by literal time. Like, <laughs> or literal co- the concept of linear time. So yeah. uh, it's not only true, it's also hilarious. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> Just a guy at work <laughs> going, the, uh... uh... <laughs> the summary of it is, uh, 
when when Rondak's co-worker becomes gravely ill, the businessman is forced to cover for his friend at the quarterly investors meeting. With only hours to learn the research, however, Rondak falls short and gets fired in the process. When Rondak realizes that this mysterious research project is actually a time machine, he hatches a plan to go back and make things right. Soon Rondak is traveling through time and space, uncovering secrets of the Tingleverse that must seem to be, be seen to be believed. What could possibly connect Rondak to a billionaire jet plane, a Bigfoot lawyer, a vampire night bus, and the author of Billings named Chuck Tingle? Read to find out. Oh, he wrote himself in. It's yes, like the did. stand. <laughs> <laughs> this erotic tale is 5,200 5, words of sizzling human on gay abstract concept action, including anal <laughs> blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, and time love. Uh, nice. Time love. I like time that they love. finished it with time love. Yes. Yeah. Surely. You can't have anything else. Oh, no. Man. That's fantastic. That, the picture it bear is fucking phenomenal. God. I, you know. Good God. Uh, yeah. wow. Have you guys ever heard of the book called The Ass Goblins of Auschwitz? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that's worth a Google just for the, the cover art of the book. They, they spent more time on the cover art than they did actually writing the book. Uh, yeah, it's just about a bunch of ass-shaped goblins uh, that are Nazis that run an entire planet called Auschwitz where they burn children for fuel. And that's the whole fucking book, man. It's I, it's wretched. I, I think the author of that book lives in Portland. Uh, yeah, oh, that adds up. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of like bizarro body horror authors that live here, and I believe that guy in particular lives that's here. That's awesome. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, I want there to be like a uh, <laughs> like what are the, like a sci-fi twist ending where they're like kitty logs are made of children. Yeah, made of children. <laughs> oh yeah, like like uh, yeah, exactly. I, I I was just talking to somebody recently um, about the well, she's she's like a re- reformed evangelical, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, how fucking weird the twilight books are if you really get into like like the deep into the series um when bella gets pregnant with like the cold fucking ice sperm of of edward (laughs) um she edward's like well we can't you can't have a baby and but the whole series is about saying no to abortion because it's the whole thing is like super religious so they they never even talk about sex um and so when she's going to give birth, they need to do a C-section, but they can't because her womb is hard as diamonds because yep. she's like turning into a vampire. And so Bella has to eat the baby out of her fucking stomach. That is in the book. It's in the book. Yeah. And they didn't put it in the movie because they are goddamn cowards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see Kristen Stewart just flapped open like the cover of a cannibal corpse record <laughs> just ruined and just how is that explained who sews her back up and then the fucking cgi baby that they use that has its eyes on the sides of its fucking skull there's so much going on here <laughs> Dude, uh, honestly, mormons cre- are great yes <laughs> <laughs> the creepiest part of all of those books as far as i'm concerned is when the werewolf who wanted to fuck Bella 
sees the baby. Fell in love with the baby. Immediately become, they become soulmates. So he just hangs out and waits until she's of legal age to fuck her. That is the most twisted shit. Man. And it's like, it's the whole thing of just like how, how blase it is that, that it's, you know, abortion is wrong. And like, you have to get married before you have kids, but it's totally cool to want to fuck a baby, but be like, listen, we're going to wait until I'm an old man and you are a barely legal teen before I finally gush. I'm going to drop this one in the comments because we all need to take a good look at this fucking baby. Oh. Think of nightmares. Ah! That's the best CV. Oh, that is a no. billion dollar industry. Wow. Dude, what the fuck? That's it looks like one of those wow. paintings by that fucking dude. Uh, shit, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Salvador Dali? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, looks like a painting that was really saved from a big. house fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her eyes are the clocks in a Salvador Dali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. By that that, that baby thing. has gossip and also has four missing chromosomes. <laughs> oh, yes. God. That's so weird. <laughs> so, uh, do you have a backup, Mariko? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Winslow actually uh, dropped the dropped it for me, but uh, it is uh, taken by the pterodactyl by oh, okay. Christy Sims. <laughs> uh, was my backup. Uh, it is uh, Christy Sims does a lot of what they're uh, is called dinosaur erotica, uh, <laughs> where uh, oh. they uh, it's so she's uh, written um, taken by the pterodactyl. Uh, taken by the T-Rex, ravished by the Triceratops in the Velociraptor's nest, and probably one of my favorites, Dino Park After Dark. Uh, <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> That's going to be lot an orgy, right? That's yeah, just it's pretty... Be... Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, they're learning how to open doors to my bedroom. Uh, no, but... <laughs> uh, no, but then... Uh, I was looking up some other ones out of the uh, Dino Erotica... Um, <laughs> there's a space raptor butt invasion, which uh, is <laughs> pretty awesome. And then absolutely my favorite of the genre, <laughs> my billionaire Triceratops craves my gay ass. Uh, <laughs> That's by Chuck Tingle. That is, yeah. Sorry, you know uh, Mine too. Yeah, but what I what about that gets me is just billionaire triceratops. Like to me, that's the part that's like <laughs> that it does a Fifty Shades of Grey thing, even with the dinosaur. It's like, oh, this super rich dinosaur wants to uh, wants to treat me nice. Uh, All right, but what about the book? Uh, this bitch got roaches in her crib. Have you seen that one? In her it, crib? Yeah, it's just like the cover of like. A standard, like, super photoshopped uh, romance novel, but uh, it's, it's like, this guy, like, really coming to terms with the fact that this woman has just cockroaches all over her bathtub. It's worth a Google. I'll pull it up. <laughs> it's like a, like, yeah, like a Seinfeld thing where he's like, eh, hey, toilet water splashed on her, so we have to break up. Right. <laughs> like, he's trying to overcome that the whole time. Yeah, here, I'll, 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 I'll drop it in the comments here. Gosh, yeah, I forgot how amazing this cover is. Oh, man. I, I swear to God, like, I, the, the world is simply too horny. I am, like, I'm, I'm, like, I feel like for a long time I genuinely thought I was asexual because of, like, 
I'm just not nearly as horny as the rest of the world. And I just realized, no, everyone else is a fucking freak. I'm perfectly <laughs> goddamn normal. Oh, my God. I actually do want to read This Bitch Has Got Roaches in Her Crib. By Quan <laughs> Mills. By Quan Mills. That looks pretty fucking amazing. Uh, that looks excellent. Oh, God. That would be, that would be, you know, that's actually like an interesting, you know, like conflict right there. We're like, she's right. a perfect, she's amazing, she's sexy, her house is gross. <laughs> like, that would be. Yeah, yeah, I've been with a couple of women like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <God>. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how. I've how, been how... that woman. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. That's so I funny. posted uh, in our, in our chat. The uh, my backup, which is just a book simply called Lick. Uh, <laughs> I just like the name. It made me laugh when I saw it. It's it's about it's it's a it's the first book in a series called Stage Dive. It was about a lady that went to a metal show for her 21st birthday, got blackout drunk and wakes up married to the lead singer of the band and their adventures afterwards. But the name of it. Oh. It's just getting right to the point. Lick. Lick. <laughs> uh, I, I like guitar lick. Guitar We're having lick, fun, yes. but still, that's fun. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just not horny enough for this universe. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> God, it's so funny. Not I, enough come. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, it, it. It's still like you know, a lot of it's. It's an interesting literary world out there, and uh, I love it. The dumber it gets, the better it is. I think that's. Yeah. I think I think novels have been far too long re- relegated to the world of the the literate. Yeah, and I feel like that's <laughs> just a shame. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking funny. So I, I think that's it for this uh, this round. Uh, in case I don't know if I reiterated or not, Winslow, who do you think won? First of all. It was all right. me, uh, with uh, with I got fucked in the ass, uh, pounded in my butthole by the concept of linear time, or is it Noriko's uh, 1975 classic Bear? Uh, the way that I'm seeing it is like you have your prog rock concept of linear time. Linear time. It's more of like a mashuga prog metal. Then you have Bear, which is more of like a I guess like a hardcore. Uh, so I I feel like it'd be a more metal experience to be fucked by something with claws. So I'm gonna have to oh, hand yeah. this one off oh. to Rico. Oh, thank you. No, yeah. I, I agree. I I do agree <laughs> with that choice. The bear is a is a that's fucking hilarious. That's that should have been the prequel to Grizzly Man. It should have been. <laughs> it's just him have. trying to find his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you my father? And then like growling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, that's gonna bring us to the polls, like Polish. People get to vote on our choices. We just have a segment where we just like fucking talk about polls. polls. <laughs> <laughs> What's new in poll polling this week? That's what. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so, uh, do you have the polls, Randy? You have the I results? do, I do. So. Last week, we had uh, Most Metal Tackle and the Most Metal Super Bowl Snack. So starting with Tackle, uh, it was between Dan's uh, Kick to the Face Tackle 
or Noriko's getting run over with a big fucking cart tackle. Mm-hmm. And with 51% of the votes, it wow. went to, yeah, it went to uh, Dan's face kick tackle. Yeah, it was a good yeah. one. I mean, that's, Again, that's the disrespect. Yeah, the disrespect. <laughs> it was an anti-tackle. The guy tried to tackle him and he just kicked him in the face. They actually made it illegal afterwards, I believe. Uh, you couldn't God no damn longer it. do that. See, once again, fucking Stan Prudes are out here fucking up all sports. <laughs> the fucking, fucking liberals. <laughs> just Snowflakes. Yeah, you can't do any like joint manipulation, like <laughs> folding the guy's elbow the wrong way on purpose. Nothing. Um, oh. And then to follow that up, we had the most metal Super Bowl snack, and it was between Epic Meal Times uh, Epic Chicken Sandwich and Pigs in a Blanket. And 54% of the votes went to Pigs in a Blanket. Damn. Damn. Mm. I, I mean, I'm glad that you, that I won, but I don't, I don't think, I mean, I don't think Pigs in a Blanket are more metal than that yeah. wagon wheel of death. Like I'm going to double <laughs> check. I could have <clears throat> it down wrong. No, you're probably I right. I think not. that's what I, I was did looking. Not. Yep. Yep. No, I mean, it, I mean, it's super close. I under, Pigs I in mean, a Blanket yeah. are good. I think people have more real world experience with that than a than a sandwich the size of a Bigfoot tire. <laughs> <laughs> Filled to the brim with fried chicken and whatever the fuck else. Nacho was in cheese. There. Nacho the, cheese. I found out later the bun was stuffed with uh, uh, string cheese. Like they oh my just God. stuffed the bun with string fuck cheese. That. It's so heinous. <laughs> so God, I, I checked up on those guys because I used to watch that shit when I was first. First, uh, watching shit on the internet, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just so funny how like rough the years have been oh, for sure. a, essentially like a bunch of bro competitive eaters, and they made a shitload of money. It's like, yeah, dude, you were just asking for your life to fall the fuck apart. <laughs> <laughs> you gave yourself diabetes by episode three. Of course, yeah. you're having a hard time. They all have like gorilla hearts sewn on the outside of their chest and shit. <laughs> They call themselves the colostomy bag gang. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, epic surgery time. (laughs) 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 The gout Olympics. (laughs) 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 So, I think that's going to bring us to the ride the lightning round. All right. So, this, uh, this Brandy picks some topic that you sent in or some random topic, and Mm. Rico and I will decide. What the most metal thing in that topic is? Do you have a topic for us, Randy? Dude, they they were good to us this week, you guys. We got a fuck ton. Okay. Um. Fuck, man. All right, let's go with uh, <laughs> most metal hot dude. <laughs> oh man. I'm right here, boys. <laughs> most metal hot dude. Wow. Oh, that's got to be the guy from Typo Negative. You know what? Yeah, it's in there. Well, I mean, we got to decide. Can you roll for us, Randy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan, you got an 18. Okay. And Rico, you got a 12. Okay. All right. Most metal hot dude. Yep, and I'm your judge. Okay. You're you're the judge? I'm the judge of this one. (laughs) So Dan's going first, right? Yes. Yeah. Also, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well. Oh man. Hold on. I'm looking through my calendar. (laughs) No, 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 no. I, uh, I, I, I know who I want to pick. I just can't. 
I can't remember his name off the top of my head because I'm 50. Uh, <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm really all in on Peter Steele. I can't. Yeah. It's a great it, choice. Yeah. No, fuck. God damn it. I know who I want to. I just can't remember his fucking name. Give me one second. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my most metal uh, hot dude uh, is noted hot guy Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> so many people, so many people during his trial would ride in and talk about how hot that guy was, and there's no fucking way he killed all those people. He got so many fucking love letters in prison. Absolutely. The most metal uh, hot guy. Ted not Bundy only that, but like fucking mile. The Netflix oh. movie, the Netflix biopic about him, he was played by Zach Efron. <laughs> exactly. They made they made a hot dude play him because he was a hot dude. I mean, that's just just a fact. Like, yeah, that's how he cleared so many so many kills. Like he was just oh too good God. looking for anybody to suspect. Uh dear Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you killed all those ladies. <laughs> I'd let you crush me in a shed. In a shed. <laughs> so yeah, that's my, my head choice. With a rock. That's my choice. Ted Bundy. Damn. Fuck. Damn. That that's a good one. Fucking fire. That is such a good choice. I couldn't remember his fucking name for a long time, but I got it finally. Fuck. Fuck. Now I want to pick a better, better choice. Um. Right off the. Fuck. Now I want to pick a better one, but I'm going to have to go John Michael Thor from the band Thor. <laughs> he is, he is, yeah, that's a good, that's a good. If you look movie. up old 80s John Michael Thor and it's M-I-K-L. Um, oh, all right. Hot, hot dude. He used to be, he was like a, trying to be a pro wrestler. He was an actor. He was in one of my favorite movies, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Mm. Uh, about a metal band that goes to a cabin in the woods to record their album. And then he summons a demon. <laughs> and, f- and it kills all the people in the band. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember I believe, watching something about that. Yeah. I th- believe it was directed by John Fasano. I might be wrong about that, but yeah. Wait a minute. Young Joseph Stalin. Oh, yeah. Oh, or young, young Bin Laden, also a hottie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> young Bin Laden. <laughs> the hot, yeah. You know what? He, uh, his niece was in the news recently, like doing something, and she's a fox too. I was like, damn. Yeah, and she's like super, super Republican, and it's just, it's just so funny because it's like you can never get over the hump of the fact that you are Bin Laden's. Your your name is just like Isabella Bin Laden. Yeah, like like Brian Hitler is never gonna get away from you. You just gotta change your name at that point. Yeah. Uh, so she's uh. So she's slightly more hardcore than her than her uncle. Yeah, than, honestly, uh, slightly more fucked up. I yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Let me look up Young Bin Laden. Was he a fucking? Was he? He was a hot dude. Yeah. Was he all pecs? Not all pecs. No. I mean, he's he's a swarthy. He's dreamy. Oh okay. I mean, if you want right. to get into like other hot evil people, um, Young I mean, Young Stalin is a babe. Young Stalin is a babe. Young John McCain. Uh, Evil. (laughs) Extremely evil. Yeah, Young Stalin's a fucking, a real hottie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Young McCain's are, Young Joe Biden. Like, dear God. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Young Joe Biden and Young FDR. He's not evil, but goddamn. 
Yeah. Oh, they're all evil. Uh, no, <laughs> FDR Fair. wasn't Fair. as bad. Is the, uh, oh, uh, somebody uh, photoshopped a hot body on him covered in tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young Stalin. That's so yeah. funny. Ugh. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, look up Young Biden. Do Why don't you evenly gorgeous. distribute that dick? Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll um, take $2,000 or 12 inches. <laughs> one or the other either way i'm a happy person God that's bless. great um uh, but yeah. let's see i don't so, know what's uh let's do one more topic and yeah let's see one more all right um in the in the comments below go ahead and uh, tell us yeah. who you think won by the way yeah young let's young see hot dudes let's do god damn there's so fucking many um most metal hot dude is such a good suggestion. That's a good one. We it might really have is. to. We might have to do that. Well, I think we, we did should. It. I think we. I think. I mean, I don't think I would change my choice. Well, we did yeah. most metal male porn star. Oh, I'm so, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, but right. I, I rate that differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, let's do. Uh, I was most- rating by feet. <laughs> 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 percentage of body length is what I'm going to go with um, let's do most metal vegan food uh, Satan the meat oh, the, the fake meat that's good yeah, you can't even yeah that might be that, that kind of has You're to be welcome. off the table that's like a, that's like a, <laughs> yeah that's, I think Satan's off the table winner. I mean come on um shit I so, would, uh, Randy, uh, I went first last time. Noriko goes first this yeah, time. Yeah, Noriko, you, you go, go first this time. Go ahead. Okay. Um, most metal vegan food. Um, shit. Um, God damn it. I, it, it, there was a, there was a vegan restaurant, uh, when I lived in uh, Phoenix, Arizona called the Green and uh, it was a big, big hit. A lot of people went there. And, but no matter what you got from the place, uh, it fucked you up. So, like, everything was clearly so not healthy that, like, no matter what, <laughs> like, if you t- you ate, like, half a little sandwich with some tofu in it, it felt like you ate, like, the biggest, like, basket of fries you've ever eaten in your life. Like, your stomach was just like, fuck you, stop. <laughs> like, so, um, I know that's not a choice. Uh, there's a There's a vegan turducken. Uh, I'm like, why? Uh, yes. yes, there is. Andy Mania used to have a joke about it. She called it toe fucking, uh, which I, I laughed pretty hard in that. But a but a tofurkey turducken is is quite the. Uh, it's like, hey, this tastes like three different different kinds of murder. So dish up. <laughs> three different flavors that are all teller all terrible. Yeah. You're going to go with the vegan turducken? That's when we go vegan turducken, yes. Right. My choice for most vegan food. Shit. I'm going to go with the McDonald's shake. Ooh. Because it has oh. no dairy in it or animal Shit. products right. whatsoever. Smart. It is entirely plastic. Nice, okay. Dan. I'm going to go Smart. specifically the shamrock shake because it turns your shit green. So... <laughs> For vegan food, absolutely, one hundred percent. Damn it, Dan! The, That's so the good. McDonald's shake because they can't call it a milkshake anymore because it has no milk in it. No milk in it. Yeah. No milk in it. 
Nothing. That's so smart. And it's served by the least vegan place on the planet fucking Earth. That's that's amazing. That's my yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Winslow, you're going Satan. I, I mean, I gotta go Satan. That's that's smart. <laughs> well, that's like, that's a that's a good choice. Yeah, I don't know smart. enough about vegan food to do anything I, else. I did just find out from a quick Google search that uh, in 2018, uh, Michael Vitaggio created vegan veal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what? Why? It's just tofu with a baby cow's face. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, that's so yeah, funny. I think that would just be a soybean, wouldn't it? It'd just be like a raw bean. baby tofu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vegan veal. It's so yeah. funny. That's too yeah. much, man. Stop that's trying amazing. to imitate meat. Just and wasn't <laughs> wasn't there some fucking? Um, there's some, like, is it steak tartare where it's just like raw meat with an egg yolk on top? Yes. If yeah. they make a if they make a vert uh, a, a vegan form of that, I think that would be somehow metal because then it's I just like guarantee it's out, it's out yeah. there. Yeah, and I Let's believe it's made out of actually made out of seitan. Oh god, seitan and like a vegan. There's like some vegan egg substitute. Ugh. It's uh, everything. I mean, like I do vegetables are fucking great. I love me a yeah. vegetable, but every time I've eaten a vegan version of something else, it's just like almost but worse every <laughs> time. It's just never good. Yeah. There's Hard been a pass. couple of times. There's one place. That, there's actually a restaurant in Chicago that made a really good vegan sandwich that I had. And then the best uh, vegan sandwich yeah. I've ever had in my entire life was in, of all places, Salt Lake City, Utah. Hmm. Uh, they had a they had a a jackfruit pulled pork like sandwich mm. that was fucking amazing anyway yeah. i think the best <laughs> vegan sandwich i've ever had is an oreo yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true that should that should have been your choice for a vegan it, food it yeah. should have been i didn't think about going that angle smart um do we have uh, winners in the comments randy uh probably let's see <laughs> <laughs> i guess uh, uh it looks like dan you have taken both yeah. Yeah. Good job. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those are great choices. Mm-hmm. So well, I thought just... I really brought it this week until he fucking took my choice. Um, yeah. and, and that shook you for the rest of the night. Like me taking that <laughs> choice and like you never could recover. Damn it. Actually, no, no, I got it back you, on bear. I mean, you, you're going to win on bear for 100%. There's no fucking way. Hey, the two are yeah. great, but bear is fucking From next your mouth level. to Satan's ears, my friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think that's the show, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, so. Winslow, I wanted to talk a little bit about your Kickstarter specifically. If you could throw the link up there and Done. a couple of samples of the artwork, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that like real quick? Explain what, yeah. what's going on. Yeah, uh, I am an illustrator and comedian, and I spent the past four years or so putting together. A really fucking bizarre uh, take on the classic tarot deck that's based on it's based on the Rider Waite format, but it's like very much inspired by like Dark Souls and death metal and black metal and stuff like that. Um, so I drew all. I have the second edition here. I drew all uh, all the cards by hand. This is the Kickstarter is for the third edition, which has uh, 100 cards. It's like. Every card has a short story. It's all set during the final days of an infertility apocalypse. So it's really 
fucking metal and brutal, and you have all the cards trimmed in silver, too. Um, It comes with a book. It's got a big book of lore. And uh, it's on Kickstarter now. It's been enjoyed by bands like Leviathan and Death Heaven and Lingua Ignata and Behemoth and um, Dark Castle and things like that. The artwork is so sick. Um, Yeah, Yeah, artwork super metal. Uh, I, I love the hanged man is being strangled by his own dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking... It's, yeah, they're fucking weird. The Three of Swords so is a dude that all of his intestines are spilling out and shit. It's it's real weird, real gross. Um, but it still functions like a tarot deck and there's like a huge, rich uh, amount of lore to it. Uh, but yeah, it's on Kickstarter and it, if you're listening to this in the, the, the distant future, it'll be on my website, which is just winslowdomain.com. Mm-hmm. And it's called and the Terra Restless. Yes. Yes. I, and you I can actually, follow him on a calcu- at calculations on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. At calculations on Instagram. And you uh, see I'm actually a artwork. supporter of the Kickstarter. I definitely wanted the deck. I wanted. Yeah, man. Thank I wanted you. one last time, but I was broke when you did it before. Yeah. So, uh, I was able to get one this time. Totally. Yeah, it'll it'll it. be good. I'm, I'm adding a bunch of extra special shit and pins and patches and all that, so yeah. everybody's getting some treats. That fucking rocks. Yeah, man. So the, uh, I actually, I, I'm, it's going to, so I'm doing a show on Monday, uh, this Monday, um, if ice permitting, cause Portland is currently locked yeah. down in a, in a layer of about an inch and a half of ice, but it might go away by then. Uh, I want to give a caveat for the show. So I'm excited to do comedy anywhere outside for sure. doesn't matter to me but you might not be excited to see it because the show is going to be booked as three hours long. Uh, (laughs) He's going to have 12 comics do 15 minutes a piece. What? Uh, And um, I told him I I legitimately, this is what I said. I want to go. Is this an Opie and Anthony joint? No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, I want to go near the, near the end. So I was like, put me up the last two or three, last if you want, just because I want to see if I can get anything out of that tired ass fucking crowd mm-hmm. after two hours and 45 minutes at least of con. Yeah. That assumes that people stop right on the nose and they fucking never do. Mm-hmm. And and it also assumes there's no time between comics and they're never. that's never the case. So it's going to be right. more like three hours and 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if you're starved for live entertainment and you want more than you can swallow, (laughs) come on down. I don't, it's a, uh, I'll post it on the, uh, what's more metal Instagram. Uh, I'll share it to that. And so you can find out where it is. Um, but that's, that's what I'm doing next week. I figured I would mention it. Also, uh, you should check out, uh, Winslow has a bunch of merch. That's really cool. Check it out his website. I'm drinking. I yeah. got. I, I make a water bottle that says "come" on it. <laughs> That's what I've been drinking this whole time. Yeah. He has a whole bunch of shit about Gatorade should be thicker, which is yeah. I, I, I made a bunch of stickers that say Gatorade should be thicker, and I give them to every single. If you order from my website, you automatically get a free sticker, that and works. so they've ended up in like fucking Bolivia and shit they're all over the world that's amazing yeah it's it's so funny um people will get like mad 
when they see that, they're like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> and and at, at, at like at C2E2 and Comic-Cons, I buy that thick enough powder that you mix in for like old people. And um, I just have like little shot, little Dixie shots of just like this thick, thick Gatorade, thick Gatorade that you <laughs> and just, it like, it, it like jumps down your throat. <laughs> it's like you're trying to swallow like a blue frog. It's, it's quite delightful. <laughs> I'm genuinely a fan. Uh, I think I saw, yeah. I think I saw a couple of Insta- Instagram stories of you uh, giving that to yeah. like, like, Chicago comedians that I knew at a party or some shit, yeah, and for they sure. were all like damn near puking after they drank it. Yeah, we we also thickened up Malort. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck you! No. That yeah, is, dude. God damn. Yeah, imagine Malort, but it stays with you longer. Oh you know, god. it's Holy great. Shit, that, that's so fantastic. That's the wrongest. Uh, man, god damn. Uh, <laughs> all right. They should make those Harry Potter jelly beans, but like they're a pound a piece. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like gnawing on an apple of earwax. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So uh, we have an uh, we have a Patreon that you can subscribe to for six dollars yeah. and sixty six cents uh, a month. Uh, you can you can download all of our watch alongs. You can. Are, are basically riff tracks of movies. This last time, we did uh, the Da Vinci Code, uh, <laughs> and I and uh, Noriko and I both thought Noriko convinced me I, I hadn't realized it what, until we were watching it that the entire premise of the Da Vinci Code is absolute horseshit, and that even if we proved definitively that Jesus was a human being and had a wife and kids, it would still not stop any Christians from believing at all. Right. That's the whole point is that we're going to shatter Christianity and you fucking can't. You can't. (laughs) They believe the earth is 2000 years old in spite of all evidence to the contrary. And there's no shake in it. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Um, But that's you can you can listen to us make fun of that horrific movie for what amounts to be an hour too long. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So long. But we've also done the movie Doom, and we did Anaconda. So Mortal you Kombat, catch all those. The core. The core. Oh God, I remember that shit. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Setting off all the world's nukes inside the world or inside yeah. the planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To to kickstart the whirlpool. It's such a it's such a great American solution. Yeah. Yeah. Nuke it. Bombs. Uh, so also good. on Patreon, you can hear Noriko and I talk about the guy. They got arrested for black par- black market body part sales yeah, in Stephen Arizona. Gore. And we talk about that for much longer than you would want. Uh, yeah. uh, at least 45 minutes of me laughing till I cried. I think I almost <laughs> pissed myself twice during that yeah, recording. Same. So uh, super funny for that. Um, you can get our merch if you give us uh, if you give us $25 or if you give us proof that you donated $25 to a Black Lives Matter organization will send you the dice and the t-shirts and all of that if you want it um i don't think there's anything else i think i pretty much covered it all that's it yeah so uh until next week uh thank you for listening uh and uh hail satan and fuck pigs hail satan fuck pigs fuck pigs party